It's November 8th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. First up, it's Election Day, and polls show that Republicans are likely to win the U.S. House and the U.S. Senate. And that means we're likely to hear some pretty outrageous claims from the politicians who lose. So we're going to cover those claims and let you decide whether the end is near, as some are saying, or rather that America is alive and doing pretty darn well. And then to close out the podcast, we'll wrap up with three awesome questions from listeners with one about why I don't reach for vitamins when I'm sick, and it has to do with China. But first, let's get started with today's main brief. It's election day here in America. Many of us are watching and waiting this morning. And by the way, it's not just here in America that people are watching and waiting, but also abroad too. Foreign governments are looking to see who's in and who's out in Washington, D.C. and what that means for them. And we're going to be talking about that more this week, probably tomorrow. But for today, we are going to talk about this. Political forecasters are almost universally in agreement that Republicans will capture the U.S. House of Representatives and probably the U.S. Senate. And one favored forecaster of both parties, a man named Larry Sabato and his Sabato's crystal ball, is also saying that Republicans will probably pick up more governor's offices, too, in various states. And that means, as always, and in fact, every election, there will be electoral losers. This year, it'll likely be the Democrats. Now, whether you like that or you hate that, one thing is clear. People will absolutely be complaining starting tomorrow until, well, forever, probably. And that's because losing is just not fun. Just ask the Detroit Lions. All right. So, sorry, that wasn't very nice. I apologize, Detroit. So look, today we're going to talk about politicians complaining. And while it's true, I just kicked off this brief with a joke. Again, apologize to all the folks in Detroit. It's actually really serious stuff. Because the complaining, the, the allegations that we're in fact already hearing from some Democrats, is it's really serious stuff. So they're claiming three things. First, there's been voter suppression preventing their voters from getting to the polls. Second, there's been something called a white lash, which is an argument that white people are angry about losing their power in America, so they're voting for Republicans. And finally, the last claim is that democracy is on the ballot because there are so many election deniers from the 2020 election and that if Democrats lose, this is the end of America. So we're going to explore those three claims using data and polling and then let you decide whether any of these allegations are true or false or maybe a mix and warrant your continued consideration. And we're doing this now today before we know the results because you're going to need to be prepared on how to respond to these claims, either in your own mind or when you discuss them with your friends and family once we know the election outcome. So let's get to it. Claim number one is that there is a lot of voter suppression here in America. The claim is that there are lots of people, especially America's minorities, that haven't or won't be able to vote due to voter ID laws or restrictions on polling locations and times. So, for instance, the Democrat candidate for governor in Georgia, a woman named Stacey Abrams, said last Saturday on MSNBC that she will win her election 
if voters can navigate the voter suppression laws in her state. And that message is resonating with her fellow Democrats. A poll from Yahoo News out about a week ago reported that 61% of Democrats call voter suppression a major problem. But is that true? Well, here's what the data show. And we'll start with Georgia. Yesterday, the Secretary of State in Georgia said that voters there set the record for the most ballots cast before Election Day, all in a midterm election. So that would suggest with record voting numbers that no, there is no voter suppression in the state of Georgia. The numbers just don't lie. But is that true for not just Georgia, but maybe elsewhere in America? Are we seeing lots of voter suppression elsewhere? Well, we've got some data on that too. According to the U.S. Elections Project, more than 42 million Americans have cast early ballots ahead of today's midterm elections. And that number, 42 million, surpasses the election numbers from our last midterm election in 2018. In other words, we have more people voting than ever. Now, we can debate whether early voting is good or not, but the point is that the central allegation that there's widespread voter suppression and people just can't vote, well, it's just not true. The data are pointing to the opposite, actually, this morning in Georgia and beyond. All right, let's take a look at that second claim. It's called white lash. That's a term that was coined back in 2016 by a CNN anchor named Van Jones. Mr. Jones said that there was a backlash by white voters that year who were angry and scared about not having political power. They were being replaced, so his argument went, by black and brown voters. So white folks gravitated to radical Republicans like Donald Trump. That's why Mr. Jones called it white lash, a play on the word backlash. So is that true? Well, the data would say not at all. Yesterday, the Wall Street Journal released a poll showing that 17% of black voters in America said that they would pick a Republican candidate for Congress this year over a Democrat. Now, that number, 17%, is substantially larger than the 8% of black voters who voted for Donald Trump back in 2020. And that same racial trajectory of moving from Democrats to Republicans is also true for Hispanic voters. In August, Democrats held an 11% advantage over Republicans for the Hispanic midterm vote. But the latest poll from the Wall Street Journal saw that that lead shrunk to 5%. Now, interestingly, in both of these cases of black and Hispanic voters, the increase for the Republican Party is made up of working class people and those without a four-year college education. So, in other words, folks, there is no white lash shaping the vote today. It's, it's not about race at all, the data would say. It's about class, wealth, economic struggle, no matter your skin color. And that takes us to our last claim this morning. And it's one that you've been hearing a lot about over the past year or so to include recent statements by Joe Biden himself. And that is this. Democracy is on the ballot. And if Democrats lose, our democracy is all but lost. The end is near. Well, all right, let's start with the logic of that. Frankly, it's a hard argument to make if you consider the data and the polling that I just shared. We have record numbers of people voting in this country this morning, and our nation's ethnic minorities are a part of that. And more to the point, some of those minorities, the working class, 
are drifting away from the Democrat Party and towards the Republican Party based on their own interests. In other words, the data suggests that our democracy is actually fairly strong this morning. We're divided, that's true, but things are chugging along, you know, messy as always. But still, it begs the question, if democracy isn't on the ballot, as some are claiming, what is? What's making these working class black, white, and Hispanic voters ignore that argument and instead gravitate towards Republicans? Well, the answer is what we talk about on the PDB all the time. It comes down to the economy. What polls show over and over again is that Americans are very much worried about keeping food in their bellies and roofs over their heads and gas in their cars. So let me run down just a few examples that make the case. CNN recently ran a segment and article actually entitled Polling Shows That Most Voters Say Economic Concerns Are Top of Mind. In that piece, 51% of likely voters said that the economy and inflation would be, quote, the most important issues to them in their congressional vote far outpacing any other issue, end quote. Next, we also have a poll from last week by ABC News and Ipsos that found 50% registered voters identified economic issues as their single most important issue when voting this year. No other issue came close. Finally, the Gallup organization released a poll last week showing, once again, a majority of registered voters listed the economy as their top concern. No other issue, like a threat to democracy, came close. The point, folks, is this. According to an avalanche of polling, democracy is not on the ballot today, not in the minds of voters. The economy is. Now, they've heard the arguments about election deniers or potential election fraud, and it's just not compelling to them. And it doesn't matter if you like that or not. Polling shows that people just aren't into that argument of democracy on the ballot. It just doesn't move them. The facts just aren't there for them. Now, maybe, again, that makes us sad or, or not. It doesn't matter. The American people have made clear it's about the economy. Fix it. So, folks, that wraps up the three things that you are likely to hear from the electoral well, losers this week. First, voter suppression. Second, racial tensions. And finally, erosion of our democracy. None of which, as you now know, have any real merit. And now you have a bit more knowledge, some facts, data, and polling to help shape your thinking about whether or not these claims of outrage will ring true or hollow. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I'm going to offer up my assessment of all of this Plus, a reminder that whatever comes next, honestly, we have seen darker days. And folks, America will make it through this. We'll be right back. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. 
Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit americafirsttaxgroup.com/tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or americafirsttaxgroup.com/tucker. Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you, too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call now. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. This morning, we're talking about today's election and the claims that we're already hearing from the party that it's, well, frankly, widely expected to lose. That's the Democrat Party, at least this year. And that takes us to my analysis and opinion. Folks, both parties lose elections. There's nothing new about that. But what is new, or at least really worrying, is that the claims of why they're likely to lose are really inflammatory. We're hearing talk of voter suppression, racial tensions, or erosion of our democracy. And the very nature of those claims are inciting a degree of panic and hysteria. Let me give you but one small example. The television network MSNBC has a presidential historian that they use as a contributor. His name is Michael Beschloss. Now, last week, Mr. Beschloss warned viewers that America is just six days away from the end of democracy and the rule of law. He explained that if Republicans win the election today, that is the start of a brutal GOP dictatorship in which our children could be, quote, arrested and conceivably killed, end quote. That gives you a sense of how dramatic and panicked some Democrats are to include their media outlets either because they believe it or they're trying to get their voters to the polls by using fear. But here's the thing. Not only does the data not support those completely bonkers claims, but the very nature of those complaints will actually and ironically do the very thing that Mr. Beschloss is warning about. His panic and hysteria erodes both the trust in our democracy and the stability of our nation. In other words, The false repetition and panic about voter suppression and race relations and the collapse of democracy, well, they're making people, most especially on the left, believe that that's true, even when it's not. And that's a scary thing. Because calming those passions that Republicans are going to start slaughtering America's children, well, calming that outrage can be like trying to put out a brush fire. People enraged with emotion don't usually calm down with facts and reason. They just burn on until they burn out. And sometimes they do pretty scary or violent stuff along the way. 
Now, in the past, political losers would usually pivot once they recognized their loss to start calming those passions of their followers. One of the best examples, I think, that we have in American history was from the presidential election of 1876. It was a fight between then-President Rutherford B. Hayes and a man named Samuel Tilden. Tilden lost that election, but his supporters were utterly convinced that President Hayes would bring about the end of the nation. So I love this quote. As one voter put it, quote, Goodbye, free government, free elections, free speech, and free press, as well as all civil liberties. Goodbye. The media response at the time was no less breathless. So newspaper titan Joseph Pulitzer of the Pulitzer Prize fame, he actually called for 100,000 armed Tilden supporters to storm Washington, D.C. Now, thankfully, cooler heads prevailed. Tilden gave a pretty respectful concession speech, and he retired to New York. But I'll tell you, I think that that spirit of Tilden has diminished in these past few years by, frankly, politicians on both sides of the aisle, and it's really wrong. So let's see what happens today and this week and the weeks to come. Let's, let's do our part to keep calm and reasoned, but let's be honest, let's be prepared. And I promise you that I will, as ever, try to bring you the facts and data and level-headed analysis to navigate whatever comes, whether that's a political brush fire spread by angry political losers or just a tender little campfire that burns out when pride eventually settles down. But no matter what, I offer you these words of comfort. Whichever way this goes, we'll get through it. American history has shown us that we have seen worse. It might get bumpy, maybe even ugly, but just like in 1876, folks, we will get through it. And with that, one more thing before I let you go. Actually, three quick listener questions this morning. We'll be right back. Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death, but not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will. You don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust and Will walks you through the whole process step by step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your state plan documents at trustandwill.com mike. That's trustandwill.com mike. Hey there. You've heard me talk about the importance of lifelong learning before. I mean, you should never be too old or too busy to learn something new. Now, we all know time is our most precious commodity, and, and I know that it can be difficult to find the time to study, to learn, to improve your knowledge. That's why I'm excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in some of the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church, with Hillsdale College's online courses all available for free. Correct. 
I did say free. Look, sign up for the Constitution 101 course, The Meaning and History of the U.S. Constitution. In this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined and under attack, frankly, for more than a century by those who believe it can be changed on a whim or who view the Constitution as a document that can be changed whenever progressive ideas become fashionable. The course is self-paced, so that you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Look, our country always needs more citizens who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedoms of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and sprawling government. Go now to hillsdale.edu pdb to enroll. Check it out. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu pdb to register. Welcome back to the PDB, ladies and gentlemen. One more thing before I let you go. Actually, three quick listener questions this morning. First, Daryl in Coatesville, Missouri. He wrote in about the terrible drought affecting the Mississippi River watershed. So to refresh our memories, the lack of rain is dropping that river's level to such a point that it's turning parts of that, well, water highway, as it were, into a one-lane road. Barges are having a really tough time getting crops out to market. Ah, but Daryl correctly said this, quote, those barges also carry fertilizer upriver for distribution on the Ohio, Illinois, and Missouri rivers, as well as the Mississippi. And with the world situation concerning fertilizer, the economic impact to America's farmers might be pretty significant, end quote. Well, quite right, my friend Daryl, and we are going to dive into that probably more next week. Second, Chris from somewhere in America who serves in our military. Well, Chris highlighted that it's not just the Mississippi watershed that's struggling with rain. It's the Southwest, especially in Arizona, where, get this, farms owned by Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates are growing alfalfa, which requires a lot of groundwater. And then they're shipping this alfalfa off to the Middle East to feed their dairy cows. And that's leaving Arizona and its wells, well, pretty terribly affected. So I'll tell you, Chris, I saw what you're talking about. It made me pretty angry and upset. And you bet, I'm absolutely focused on it. And we're probably going to cover that next week when we start talking about the Mississippi River and drought in general. Finally, Elizabeth from Renfrew, Pennsylvania. So she heard my raspy voice last week, like probably everybody did, and said, all right, Brian, don't forget to gargle salt water for a faster recovery. So Elizabeth, ugh, I'll tell you, I am still fighting this dumb cold. I, it's better, but it's still kind of lingering. Anyway, I bring this up because while I am, yes, a fan of gargling salt water when I get sick, I am not a fan of vitamins or supplements to get me through a sickness these days. And why is that? Well, because as it turns out, most of America's vitamins come from abroad, with vitamin C most especially coming from China. Over the past three months, a researcher and I have been contacting brands like Costco. There's a brand called Jaro, and there's another one called Now Brand. And what we found in the brief that I'm probably going to give you on Friday, well, honestly, it's pretty shocking. I think it's gonna leave you shaking your heads and maybe cleaning out your medicine cabinets. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. 
As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. In today's market, you may just decide to make your current house home sweet home for just a bit longer. I mean, with interest rates higher, staying in your current home, well, it looks a lot more attractive. But are your aging appliances in it for the long haul as well? It's an important question to consider and to be prepared for unexpected expense when that refrigerator, the dishwasher, your water heater, or some other system in the house decides to tag out early. That's where American Home Shield comes in. With AHS, you can protect what you don't expect, like a leaky faucet or a faulty water heater. This gives you more control when parts of covered appliances or home systems break, so an unexpected bill doesn't break the bank. Choose a plan that works for you and your budget, and then it's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, just contact American Home Shield, and their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. Right now, you can take $50 off. Go to ahs.com slash Mike now to save $50. That's aah.com slash Mike for $50 off any plan. American Home Shield. Protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. When looking at today's financial environment, it's clear that we're experiencing concerning economic shifts that could impact your retirement savings. We've got stubborn inflation, soaring interest rates, and astronomical debt that could drain their value. Now, the good news is that there is a time-tested way to protect your financial future, and that's gold and silver. American Hartford Gold can ship physical precious metals right to your door, or you can store your precious metals in a tax and penalty-free gold IRA. American Hartford Gold can help shield your wealth from this economic turbulence. Analysts predict that gold is set to hit all-time highs. If you've got retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold. They'll show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. With amazing customer service and a buyback commitment, they pride themselves on top-tier products, great customer service, and a commitment to customer satisfaction. American Hartford Gold has earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Use the promo code PDB, and they'll give you up to $5,000 of free silver on your first order. So call 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Again, that's 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899.